Praise him with the trumpet. Praise him with the sumpster and harp. Praise him with string instruments and organ. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounds and cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Amen. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And the firmament show forth his handiworks. Day unto day they utter speech. And night unto night they show forth knowledge. There is no speech nor language that their voices is not heard. Their lines uh, is gone into the ends of the earth and his words unto the ends of the world. And in them have he set a tabernacle for the sun, which going forth is as a bridegroom that cometh out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. Who's going forth uh, is to the ends of the heavens uh, and the circuits unto the end thereof. And there is nothing hid from the sun of it. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening eye. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, by over by them are your servants worn, and in keeping of them are great rewards, hallelujah, who could understand is there, cleanse thou me from secret faults, amen, keep thy servant from presumptuous sins, let not, amen, it have dominion over me, then shall I be upright, and shall be innocent from the great transgression, let the words of my mouth, and let the meditation of my heart be acceptable and thy sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer what a mighty God what a mighty God what a mighty God he is so good to us he is so good to us amen oh yes I love the Lord because he first loved me what can I say amen to give him all the praise that is due his name beautiful weather the Lord has given us Amen. Just great stop. Good infantry weather. I just love it, you know. Amen. Just just enjoying this stuff, man. Amen. Praise God. Keeps you young. Amen. God is good. Amen. Amen. Children are dismissed to go to your class. Study hard. Learn about the Lord. Learn about the word of the Lord as we study the word of the Lord on our sin. Amen. All right. Just a quick announcement, brethren, don't forget this Saturday morning we have men's prayer start at 8 o'clock, followed up by Guys Grow. Amen. We're going to talk, get real on the weekend. Amen. Also, Pearl Girls this Saturday, bring your daughters 10 to 18. Let them become precious in the sight of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Excited about what God is doing. Amen. Across our district and the section. Keep one another in prayer so much going on and uh, well special a lot of the bereave I sent out a text yesterday hopefully everybody got it brother Miller's had a, has had a couple of deaths in his shop you know uh, his co-workers and stuff so again we're talking about the Christian soldier is our theme this year and last month we talked about Christian soldier and Christ <laughs> and so this month we're talking about Christian soldiers and love. Amen. Are you in love? Are you in love with God? Amen. Are you really truly in love? I think Sunday I preached. What was my message title? Hmm. Anybody know? Huh? <laughs> Proving the sincerity of your love. Amen. Proving the sincerity of your love. And that's the that's the thing is proving the sincerity sincerity of your love. So tonight, last week we talked about uh loving God, you know, thou shall love the love for God and the things of God. Amen. And that's the first commandment, thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. All of you. God must be first and foremost. And so tonight we want to talk about love for others. And we see our theme scripture, amen. Who want to quote that for me tonight? Everybody should have it memorized by now. You had the papers and for about, about six weeks now. So who would like to quote First John 4, verse 7? 
I'll give you the first word. Beloved. <laughs> Let us love one another. Love is of. Okay. And everyone that is and knoweth God. Amen. <laughs> well, I tell you what. If you don't know him. You just sung about him a few minutes ago. The mighty God is Jesus. If you, you know, when I teach PI and I teach the wonders of God, I tell all the students, in order for you to pass my class, you have to be able to memorize that song and sing it in front of the class, or else you ain't passing. <laughs> I give them the paper to start with of the class, and so they learn it <laughs> because it all flows from that understanding and knowledge that you know who God is. I mean, God is love. And so if we love one another, amen. And so that's what we want to talk about tonight is love for others. In Mark twelve thirty three, in Mark twelve thirty three, I, I want to read a few scriptures here. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself is more than the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now, when you look at the sacrifices that had to be given for our sins and stuff under the Old Testament law, amen, the the man says to Jesus, you know, here, that to love his neighbor as himself. Now, you stop and think about it. You, You know, he's saying, love your neighbor as yourself. Paul told the church at Ephesus, you know, he says, no man ever hated his own self. But he nurtures it, and he cares for it, right? And so, so are we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. Amen. In 1 John 4, 21, John says, If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he have seen, how can he love God whom he have not seen? And this is the commandment we have from him. That he who loved God loved his brother also. Now, I understand sometimes people can get under your skin. And I understand sometimes that people can get on your nerves. But we still have to get to that point to where we love. Amen. So, why does God want us to love others? Anybody? Why does God want us to love others? Other than we know it's a command of God. Okay. So, why would you say that God wants us to love others? One another. Okay, to be like him. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Anybody else? Make it go around? <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, we're in the people business, right? And people is our business. <laughs> Amen. And so if we're going to win the loss, we're going to win them with more honey than vinegar. <laughs> and we have to love people. You know, and sometimes that means we may get rejected. We may get talked about, we might get, you know, persecuted, but we still have to love people because John tells us greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. And you're not going to go through anything that Jesus Christ hasn't already gone through. Amen. He told us that. Amen. As a matter of fact, he says when he was teaching on the mount, he says, blessed are you when men persecute and revile you and say all matters of evil falsely against you for my name's sake, he says, rejoice and be exceeding glad. (laughs) For so they persecuted the the prophets that were before you. Now you say, Pastor, wait a minute, you you want me to get excited and be glad when somebody persecutes and reject me? Well, that's what he says, amen. And Paul tells us a lot in Philippians 4, he says, rejoice evermore. And, uh, you know, and again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men that the Lord is a hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made on the God in the peace of God, which passes on the sand and will keep your heart 
and mine through Christ Jesus. Amen. So, you know, so we're in the people business and people is our business. Amen. And so God wants us to love others. Next is stop hate. Amen. We stop. He wants us to love people because it's stop hate. If we look at our world today, the world is is everything is all about hate. Everything's a hate crime, and everything is hate, hate, hate. You know, and so you got over this side, people are trying to say, we need to love one another. You got over here, people are saying, you know, you need to hate this group because they're radical and all that. But God is saying we love. So it, it stops hate. Proverbs fifteen seventeen says, better is a dinner of herbs... Where love is than a stall ox and hatred therewith. Amen. So stop and think about that. Better is a dinner. You know, you can be a vegetarian, how's that? <laughs> Amen. Where love is than a stall ox and there's hatred there. You don't want hate to be there. Amen. And First John 4.20, we just saw, as we read early, if a man say, I love God and hate his brother... What is he? He's a liar. Say, why? Why is he a liar? It doesn't come out the same fountain, does it? I think James tells us that in James 3, doesn't he? He says, you can't get sweet water and salt out the same fountain. You can't get uh, grapes off an olive tree. You know, so he's trying to let us understand who we are. You can't have hate in you and love in you. God doesn't hate. God loves. Because why? God is love. First John 4, 8. So, and if Christ is in me, then I've got to represent Him. See? So, it stops hate. If I love you, then I'm not going to hate you. This is what Paul said. No man ever hated his own self. But he loves it and he nurtures it. And this is what God desires in us. See, it's to be able to love. Amen. It stops hate. Next, it stops sin. Proverbs 10.12. Proverbs 10.12. It stops sin. Proverbs 10.12. Solomon the wisest man says, Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all Sin. See? How is your sins covered? And the blood of Jesus. And Jesus is? And see how that works? You guys are smart. Y'all graduated from kindergarten, man. You're smart. Think about that. See? The blood of Jesus Christ covers our sins. And Christ is in you. He forgave you of your sins. You should be willing to forgive others. See, this is what he wants us to see. So love for our brother stops sin. It stops sin. Amen. Next is it keeps us in the light. It keeps us in the light. First John 2, 9 through 11. Now, this is what I'm going through here is not on your paper, and I apologize. So, you know, the teacher don't give you everything. You've got to take notes in class so you go home and study. <laughs> I should have told you that, right? There's a test at the end, too. Okay, so (laughs) Jesus is going to test you. Amen. So 1 John 2, verse 9 through verse 11, it keeps us in the light. That's why God wants us to love one another. It keeps us in the light. Now, we know that God is what? And God is? He's light, right? In Jesus said in John 8, 12, He that follow me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. I am the light of the world. Amen. So, notice 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. He that saith he is in the light and hated his brother. Wow. He's still in darkness, isn't he? See? Now, a few minutes ago, he says, if you hate your brother and you say you love God, you're a liar. Now he says you're in darkness. So he's trying to let us see you're a long ways from God. <laughs> he says you're a long ways from God. Say, if you hate your brother, you're still in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light 
And there is no occasion of stumbling in him. Why is that? Why are you not going to fall? Huh? Thy word is a... And a... Amen. And in the beginning was the... And the word was... And the word was... And God is... And God is love, right? Help me, y'all. Amen. So he that loveth his brother abide in the light. There is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whether he goeth because the darkness hath blinded his, his eyes. Where have you heard that at before? Remember what Paul told the church at Corinth, 2 Corinthians 4? He says, if this gospel be, it is hid to them who is, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ should what? Shine unto them. See? So if I hate my brother, I'm in darkness. See? See, so God wants us to love so we will be in the light. If I'm in the light, God is light. And in Him is no darkness at all. See? This is what John is saying in, in, in 1 John, in the first chapter, in verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 5. Notice what he said. This is the message that we have received and declare unto you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. See, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, you know, through verse 10, he, he goes on and, and talks about, you know, see, here it is, this mess in his name, no doubt. Verse 6, if I, we say that we have fellowship in him and walk in darkness, we're lying. And we're not doing the truth. See, because God is a God of truth. See? So we have to realize these things. See, so when I love my brother and I love those, he keeps me in the light. See? It keeps me in the light. It keeps me in God. It keeps me doing what he wants me to do. Next is it stops envy. When I love my brother, it stops envy. It stops jealousy. See? 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Charity suffereth and is kind and charity envieth not. And is not puffed up, right? So love doesn't envy. See, it doesn't envy. Love does not wish for what somebody else has. See? Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. I know how to abound. I know how to be abased in all things. I'm instructed both to be full and hungry. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. So it stops envy. Amen. Psalms 37, verse 1. Psalms 37, verse 1. Fret not, little flock. <laughs> Fret not thyself because of neither. Don't be envious against the workers of iniquity. See? Don't be envy of them. See? Oh, man, they got it going on. No, they don't. <laughs> don't be envy of them. Proverbs 3, 31. Proverbs 3, 31. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Proverbs 3, 31. Amen. Be not envious of the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Don't select evil ways. They're not getting away. You know, that's what Solomon said. Just because, you know, 
the judgment is not executed expediently, he says people have the tendency to think it's okay and go ahead and do what is wrong. He says, but no, there's a judgment coming. You know, as, as, as Asa said, you know, in Psalm 73, he says, man, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, man, he says, my feet almost slipped until I went into the house of the Lord and I understood the end thereof. He said, you've set them in slippery places. See, so we have to not envy, amen, the wicked here. Amen. Paul says in Galatians 5, 26, Six, excuse me, Galatians 5, 26, as he's finishing up the fruit of the Spirit, he says, let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another and envying one another. Amen. Let's not provoke one another. And let's not envy one another. Amen. Next is it stop wrong thinking of others. When I love my brother, it stops me from thinking evil of them. You know, sometimes the devil try to play on your mind, make you think people don't like you and all that stuff. But you can't let that be in your mind and thinking. You still have to love your brother the same way that God loves you. First Peter 3, 8 through 9. Peter says, finally, be all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing, know that ye are there to call that you should inherit a blessing as well. See, so if I love you as my brother, I'm going to get a great big blessing. Amen. Because I'm going to walk in the light. I'm not going to stumble. I'm not going to fall. And God's going to be well pleased. And he's going to tap me on the head someday and say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Amen. Come on up higher. Amen. Titus 3, 1 through 2. Titus chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Titus says, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Hmm. Every good work. Ever heard that at before? All scripture is given by inspiration of God and profit for doctrine, reproof, correction, correction, and righteousness that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished to all good works, right? <laughs> Amen. Mm. To speak evil of no man. Woo! That's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> you dirty rat. <laughs> to speak <laughs> To speak evil of no man. Boy, that's kind of tough, isn't it, sometimes? <laughs> feel, like the, feel like the apostles when you read that, don't you? You know what the apostles told Jesus when he told them, right? Then he says, Lord, I, how many times should my brother offend me and I forgive him seven times? Jesus said, no, seven times 70. What did they come back and say? Lord, increase Increase our faith. Because <laughs> pretty soon in that four and a nine is spent, I'm probably going to want to knock him out. So increase our faith. <laughs> but notice what they said. Speak evil of no man. To be no brawler. Man, man, our politicians should read this, shouldn't they? That's all we've been hearing in the media and the news, man, is evil speaking. I mean... To be no brawler, but gentle. Here comes that fruit. And showing all meekness to all men. All humility and kindness. Consideration to all men. Considering yourself. Lest you be also overtaken. You know, Paul told the church of Galatia, you know, in, in chapter 6, verse 10, he says, you know, he says, uh, as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially to those who are of the house of faith. See? So we, see, we're in the church. So we shouldn't be envying one another. We shouldn't be speaking evil of one another. 
Man, if anybody loves anybody, it should be us that's born again. We should be going overboard. You know, springing over, bubbling up into eternal life. Amen. So we want to speak evil of no men. Amen. Because we don't want to think evil of other people. Amen. We get on the train at different spots. You know. And so we encourage to build one another up, edify, lift up one another. You're either on the building crew or the wrecking crew. I choose to be on the building crew. Amen. I want to build you up. I want to lift you up. I want to take you to heaven with me so that when we're on the streets of gold, we can still play hopscotch together and jump rope together, you know, with us. I want to be, I want you to be there with me. So that's what I want to, to do. Amen. Praise God. So these are just a few of the reasons that God wants us to love one another. Amen. You can only display the love for others by how much you love you, as I said that. See, and and usually what you have to find out how to love you, and I'll get to that as the third next week we'll talk about love for yourself. But if you stop and think about it, Scripture tells us in, in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, to examine ourselves whether we be in the faith. This is prove your own self. How, know you not how that Christ is in you, except you be a reprobate, but I trust that you know that you're not a reprobate. In other words, I, I know you know you're not worthless. You know, I, I have to ask guys that all the time. Sometimes I ask them, I says, tell me how much you, are you worth to God? You know, and they want to give me this. So I said, no, you need to really realize how valuable you are to God. <laughs> you know, Jesus was willing to give his life for you, because you were so much valuable to him. So you need to think about who you are in him. See? And so if you love yourself, say, once you understand what God has done for you and the price he paid for you, you should really love you. You should go out of your way to represent him in the best way possible in everything that you do, from your attitude, your action, everything should be a reflection of him. Let's look at the uh, uh, Ten Commandments real quick. Ex- Exodus chapter 20. I just want to do the last six because we know the first four, as we already have studied, is your relationship to God. Thou shall love the Lord thy God. You should not worship idols. You know, you should not take the name of the Lord in vain and remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. That was the first four. Now look at verse 12. Amen. Verse 12. Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Now, that's the first commandment God ever gave with a promise. Paul tells you that over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He said, this is the first commandment God gave you with a promise. What's the promise? You live long upon the earth. Because God said, if you don't honor me, I'm taking you out. <laughs> Amen. See, so, so notice here, he starts out with showing us where our first love should go for others. It's to our parents. See, you know, and, and, and I know, you know, sometimes you, you hear people talk about their childhood and how bad it was and all those kind of things, and that's true. But once we become children of God, we still have to honor we have to love. We have to show that respect, you know, to them. So honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God give it thee. Number two, thou shalt not kill. See? Notice. Yes. Don't murder people. You know? You're, you, you can defend yourself, <laughs> you know, but, but don't go, just go out and say, I think I'm going to take you out, Sister Sue. Bam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. <laughs> You're a mess. Amen. <laughs> that should not kill, see? When you have love, you won't. Thou shalt not commit adultery. See? Because my neighbor, you're my neighbor. See? So I don't lust after what you got. I don't envy what you have. 
See? Because adultery is the work of the flesh. So thou should not commit it. Thou should not steal. Okay? Thou should not steal. He's trying to show us here how to treat our neighbor. Thou should not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Don't go out and, you know, and, and tell lies on your, on your neighbor. Gossip. These six things that the Lord hates. Seven is abomination. Discord. So in discord, you know, don't gossip behind people's back. See, this is what he's trying to get us to see. Don't bear false witness with people against your neighbor. Thou should not covet it, thy neighbor's house. And you know, in Romans 7, 7, Paul says, I, I didn't even know that lust was a sin until I read in the law, thou should not covet it. See? See? And this is what he's saying. Thou should not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou should not cover thy neighbor's wife. Thou should not cover his manservant, his maidservant, or his ox, or his donkey, or nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Don't lust after it. Don't, don't even say, man, I wish I had that house. Man, I wish I had that car. Man, I, man, 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 man. No. It's your neighbor. Rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that reap. If he's got a brand new car, rejoice with him. Praise God. If he get a good job, praise God. What is happening here? The devil throw the paper in the floor. Amen. But, but, but rejoice with them. He's your neighbor. See? And you want to rejoice and help them to rejoice and encourage them for what they're doing. Great. You did a good job. This is what you want to do. Amen. Not allow yourself to be envious of what others have got, you know. Don't walk around and say, oh, man, I wish I had looked as good as Brother DeMove does. You know, oh, I wish I looked as good as Sister Sue does. You know, no. You know, rejoice. <laughs> I'll put you two in the back. <laughs> Amen. But rejoice. Rejoice with them. See, this is what he wants. These commandments shows our relationship to other. Jesus says, love is freely given. See? And so he tells us, freely you have received, freely give. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, Raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. You received his love freely. Don't harbor it. Give it away. The more you give, the more he'll give to you. So keep on giving because this word is true. You can't beat God's giving no matter how hard you try. But just as sure as you're giving, he's a giver on high. The more you give, the more he'll give to you. So keep on giving because this word is true. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And run it over. For with the same measure you meet, it's going to come back to you. What does the Ecclesiastic say? Keep casting your bread on the water. For soon it's going to come back. Amen. So you got to understand these things. Amen. Freely you give. Heal the sick. I think I told you, there's more than just physical healing. You can have spiritual healing and mental healing. If you're going through something in your life and the right, you come along beside you, you know, and, and begin to encourage you and, and lift you up, especially in times of bereavement and things that are going on in people's lives. Or sometimes people, you know, may get some bad news or they might be going through something. But to know you got a brother or sister or someone that you can lean on and someone that's going to encourage you and build you up, it can help you get through it a lot. You know, I, I think the problem with a lot of depression is people just don't have anybody to encourage them to, to lift them up and to build them up and to pat them on the back and tell them, you know, how good they are and they can get through it and to help walk through them. It's kind of like the psalmist said, you know, two kids, how can two walk together except they're being agreed? You know, if, if, if two walk together and one fall, what happened? The other can have them get up. See, so if you're depressed, and I can, if I realize that, which I should be able because, you know, I'm supposed to be walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. I'm supposed to be able to say a kind word or something that brings some incitement into your life and to hopefully inspire you to build you up. 
to help you get through those things, to be able to say, hey, you can do it. Just hang on. You know, they that wait upon the Lord can renew their strength. They can mount up with wings as eagles. You can run and not be weary and walk and not faint. See, God is with you. He'll, he'll help you. You know, the psalm said, he that will come will come and will not tarry. The just has got to live by faith. Amen. So you hang in there. Amen. Amen. Give your love. Amen. Not to just a few, but to all people. Amen. Paul says in Romans 13, 8 through verse 10, Romans 13, 8. Owe no man anything. Man, give me my money. You see? Is that loving my neighbor? Isn't it amazing scripture tell you to give and don't expect anything back? <laughs> See, because God knows if, if I give it to you. And he even told the parable about the guy that he came in and, and he was in debt. And, it, and the owner forgave him all this great big huge debt. And then this guy goes right out and a guy owed him a little bit. And he takes him by the throat and choke him and say, pay me, put him in jail, do all that stuff. You know. And then when the other owner hears about it, what did he do? <laughs> yeah, he, he went back, see? So, you know, this is why we, when somebody asks you for something, if you give it, don't expect it back. If they give it back, well done. Well, well, well good. And, but, but if, if you, if they say, I'm gonna give it back to you, you probably just, okay. But if they don't, don't get angry. To still love them and stuff, just learn a lesson. <laughs> the next time, just learn a lesson, okay? You know, that's what you got to do. If, what is those saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> yeah. So, amen. Owe no man anything but love one another. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. My goodness. He says, all of them, see, and now you understand why when they ask Jesus what is the greatest commandment, he says, I should love the Lord thy God with all the heart, mind, soul, and strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So Paul is saying, you know, I'm going to tell you what the law is. He says, but if I'm missing anything, he says, just know it's, 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 it's comprehended inside of loving your neighbor. So he says, if you do that, you got it all covered. Amen. That's right. You won't covet it. You won't sin against your neighbor. You won't do all the wrong things. You know, we talked about. You won't be jealous. You won't be envy. None of that stuff. Amen. Notice at the end of Scripture, he says, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is what? The fulfillment of the law. See, now you understand what Jesus meant, don't you? Notice Matthew 5, 17. Matthew 5, 17. Jesus says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I have not come to destroy, but to fulfill. See? Love fulfills the law. Love's very nature. Love's very nature. You stop and think about it. It's to please others. You stop and think about it. If I says, man, I love you. I'm going to go out my way to try to please you. See? And that's why God loved the world. He wanted to please people. He wanted a way to save them from what they were going through. 
So love's very nature is to please others. Its very existence gives us security so that we don't hurt or harm other people. Think about it. If I lo- say to you, I'm a lo- I love you, what am I doing? Punching you, knocking you out. Why am I going to hurt you if I love you? This is what Paul is saying. No man ever hated his own self. He loves it. He nurtures it. Yeah, tough love. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you guys are mess. Amen. But but this is what we got to understand here. Amen. Love does is 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 its overall purpose is so we don't hurt other people. We are to encourage other people. Love does no wrong to other people. It is the fulfillment of the law. Amen. So, what was that fulfillment? To teach us how to love. That's what God came for. He knew love was missing. You know, they was doing all the wrong things. And so he came to fulfill the law. To bring in the love that they need to restore it back. Because God is love. And love is the fulfillment of the law. Amen. In Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Second is like, Thou shalt love thy neighbor's self. On this two commandments hang all the law and the prophet. For God so loved the world. John three sixteen. That who said believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John fifteen twelve through 13. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for a friend. Amen. See, and so when we understand the love of God, and we understand that the, Jesus came to fulfill the law, amen, to bring back and restore the love, and love is the fulfillment, amen, of the law. So therefore, if love is in us, then you understand what the Lord said through Jeremiah 13.33. If you want to go there for a second, I think it's 13. 31, excuse me, 33. 31.33. What did I say, 13? 31.33. It's 31:33. Thank you. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. Are you in the covenant? How'd you get in there? All right. So we're in the covenant, right? So this is the covenant I'll make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts. And will be their God, and they shall be my people. See? So he says, I'm going to put it in your heart. See? So that you know that I'm God. And that you're my people. So if it's in you, then the law hangs on two commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. See? So if it's written in you, there shouldn't be a problem. It should be given. For they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. See, we're the children of God. Amen. And notice what Paul writes in the book of Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 10. He, 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 he brings this out too. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I put my law in their mind and write them in their heart, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Hebrews 10, 15 through 17. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15 through 17. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. What's the Holy Ghost? Christ in you, the hope of glory, right? God in you, right? (laughs) Amen. The Holy Ghost witness. Amen. 
Isaiah 43.10, just keep that right there. He said, you are my witnesses, said the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am God. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall they be after me. Even I am the Lord beside me. There is no Savior, right? So you got this witness inside of you called the Holy Ghost that God is there. Amen. For after that he have said before. What did he say before? Verse 16. You're not there. <laughs> this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Amen. Amen. God says, I won't remember your sins and iniquities no more. Amen. Because love covereth all sins. See? So your sins are going to be covered. He's going to write it in your mind. He's going to put it in your heart so that you know that he's God and that you are forgiven. Amen. And you should love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. See, if you desire to love your neighbor as yourself, you will desire his good welfare. You want to be concerned about the welfare of your neighbor. This is why the law said, Thou shall not covet your neighbor. And Romans 10, 13, 10 says, Love worketh no ill towards his neighbor. And so therefore we bring out, when we look at what is taking place, we go back to Matthew seven twelve, and the golden rule is applied. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. <laughs> see? Amen. See, so you see how this thing works. So love is a living, active principle of obedience to the whole law. The whole law, see, is, is rolled up in love. <laughs> And so that's why as a child of God, you love God, you love your neighbor as yourself, you obey the law. You're going to accomplish things. It's not hard. God says, you know, my laws are not, not, not hard. They're not burdensome. They're easy. My burden is easy and my yoke is light. See? All he said, just love people, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's all he's saying. If you, you get that in your, in your psyche and in your mind and do it, as James says, be a doer of the word and not to hear his only, you'll be blessed. See? He's going to pour out a blessing to us. Amen. It's an active principle of obedience to the whole law. Therefore, we must not only strive to avoid injuring people, injuring their property, their character, but to do no, no kind or degree of evil to any man. And we must study to be useful to everyone. Amen. No matter what station of life we find ourselves, we should be encouraged to help our neighbors, to build up our neighbors. Amen. Praise God. So real quick here. Three ways to model love towards others. One, never have respect a person. Now, this is on your paper, okay? <laughs> Amen. Never have respect a person. James 2, 8 and 9. I got one minute. Amen. James 2, 8 and 9. James says, If you fulfill the royal law according to Scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect a person, what? You are found as a transgressor of the law. Amen. James 2, 8 and 9. All right? So never have respect to persons, no matter race, creed, color, nature, organ, all that stuff. You know, love people. Love people. You never know who God is putting in your pathway. Amen. That God wants to use. So love, reach to the lost. Amen. Go you therefore and preach the gospel to a few folks. All, right? Say, go and preach it to all people. See, when Jesus came, he broke down. The Bible says he broke down the middle wall of petition. Amen. 
There's need. That's why Galatians 3 says when you are baptized into Jesus Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female, for you're all one in Christ. And if you're Christ is, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promises. Amen. So see, so he broke down that wall. So number one, never have respect a person. Number two, never think of yourself higher than you ought to think. Galatians 6, 1 through 10. You can go back and read that, but I quoted a little bit of it earlier. The 10th verse says, We have therefore opportunity to let us do good to all men, especially to those who are in the household of faith. Okay? So go back in the study time and read Galatians 6. It's a, it's a very powerful chapter. The whole book of Galatians. You know, you should memorize the whole whole book. You know, I think I got about four or five chapters I've memorized, but... But you, you can do the whole book. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's a powerful packed book, and, and, and you've heard it over and over and over in church. So, but let me encourage you during your study time to, to look at it. And number three, let brotherly love continue. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Let brotherly love continue and be not forgetful to entertain pastors. <laughs> Strangers, why? Huh? Because <laughs> some have entertained angels unaware. I was just just asking them a question. Hebrews one, it, it, you had to write scripture. Hebrews thirteen one and two. Thirteen one and two. Amen. Let brotherly love continue. Say, because whereby some have entertained angels unaware. So that person you see in Walmart, the cashier behind the register, just might be an angel checking you out. So how you treat that person, God might say, Woo, he needs some training. Let me send him to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> and bring him around. Amen. Amen. So... So those are three good ways there to model love towards another and then the other scriptures that we have gone over and the stuff we've talked about tonight. And again, look through the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, and study that and, and, and take your time with it and look at how he, he says love is supposed to operate in our lives and stuff. And, you know, when we love ourselves, we love God, we love, you know, uh, we'll love others. You know, and this is what James is, and the writers is trying to get us to see. If I say I'm a Christian and I love God, then I'm in the people's business, you know. So i got to love people, you know, or else I'm a liar. I'm going to walk in darkness. I'm not going to do what God is asking me to do. But if I walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship one another with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. All right. Any questions?